With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 18th edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. We now begin the second section of this book, which the Ramchal refers to as V'hashkochas Habayre Isporach Shemay, in regards to the divine providence of the Creator. May His name be blessed. We start the first chapter, and this first chapter speaks about the idea, the general idea of Hashkocha. There are two different types of Hashkocha, two different types of divine providence. There's something called Hashkocha Kalalis, which means there's general providence, and there's something called Hashkocha Pratis, which means specific, more direct providence. So the Ramchal explains that all of the creations in the world, so as we've mentioned, Everything is ishtashlus, everything is one level below another level, from the highest spiritual levels, everything you see in this world is rooted in a higher spiritual level. You see a tree in this world, it's rooted in a higher level of a, of a spiritual tree, and it's a level upon level upon level, and the angels that control things, as we mentioned. So all of these things, so there's something called Ashkacha Klalis, Hashem involves Himself in all of these things. He needs to keep them going, because nothing could exist if Hashem would stop for a moment making things exist, if Hashem would take away His attention, so to speak, for one moment, the whole world would cease to exist in a nanosecond. So Hashem is constantly involved. It says, Hashem is constantly renewing all of creation. Hashem is constantly involved at every moment. So that's called Hashkoch klalis, which means general providence. However, the Ramchal says in regards to man, so man has a totally different tzugang, a totally different path in life. And since man affects the higher worlds, and this in turn affects the lower worlds, so Hashem behaves in a totally different way with man. It's something called Ashkacha Pratis, specific, divine, direct intervention. Hashem is involved at every stage of a man's life, much more intimately, much more directly. Because according to what a man does, every single thing that a man does, it affects everything else. Everything is affected by our actions. When we learn the word of Torah, when we do a mitzvah, a commandment, so as we said so many times, it affects the higher worlds, and it sends down that effect back down. So Hashem is more involved directly with man. The Ramchal also explains that since a person, depending on his actions, is how Hashem behaves towards him, if a person acts in a certain way, let's say we have a concept that if a person acts with others, this is an unbelievable idea, if a person acts with others and he's not mocked, he doesn't get so nitty-gritty when other people do things wrong to him, he's not so mocked, but he's not so careful about his own honor. So that Hashem acts the same way with him. And Hashem doesn't get so nitty-gritty with him if he does something wrong. So if, if when other people do something wrong to him, he doesn't get all upset. So Hashem also, because Hashem behaves midah k'neged midah, a measure for a measure, corresponding to the way we behave, that's the way Hashem behaves. So that's just an example of something where Hashem has to give us hashkacha pratis, He has to behave with us with specific divine providence because depending on how we act, so that's how Hashem correspondingly acts. It also says, the verse is, Hashem tzilcha al yadi Hashem is your shadow by, the, by your right hand. That when we move, the way we move our hand, you see the shadow moving according to the, how the hand moves. The way we act with Hashem, that's the way Hashem responds to us. When we realize, when we recognize that Hashem is mashkiach, that Hashem is divinely involved in our lives in every single and every single detail of our lives, once we recognize that, so then Hashem goes and He also acts with us in that way He takes more He takes more part in our lives. I'll give you an example of this. On Monday night, so this past Monday night, I sang at a wedding. And at this wedding, so I sing and I hired a sound guy, a guy to take care of all of the sound. 
So we made up a certain price, and that price was 1,200 shekels. And then if there was going to be an extra hour, so it would be another 150 shekels. So it ended up that there was only an extra half an hour, so he's only going to charge me 1,270, 1,270 shekels. Now when I went to get the check, when I went to get the money, I'm sorry, from the people who were making this wedding, so they had written a check that had been written a month before, and they couldn't write a new check, and they didn't have any separate way of giving me money so that I could pay my sound guy. And here I was, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't want to owe this guy money because the guy lives in Kfar Chabad, somewhere far away from me, and I didn't know what I was going to do. So anyway, so I said to the guy, I'm really sorry, I can't pay you. Maybe I'll find some way to meet up with you in Yerushalayim, Jerusalem sometime. So we didn't know what we were going to do. Anyway, I did, wasn't so happy about the fact that I would owe money. After that, so someone bought a few of my CDs. One guy bought three CDs. I gave him 120 shekels. Another guy bought one CD, which was 50 shekels. And as I'm selling the CDs, I realize there's money in my pocket. I forgot that there was money in my pocket. I look in my pocket. How much is there? There's 900 shekels. And then I realize there's another 200 shekels that I had folded in that I had set aside to pay for the car rental. And then when you add it up, it's 900 plus 200, that's 1100. And then I got another 170 shekels that was payment for the CDs that people bought for me. It came out to exactly 1270.